Happy New Year, everyone. Well, we've had, uh, <laughs> we've had some stormy years, uh, 2020, 2021, uh, and uh, COVID and politics have been huge factors in that. We've all faced it, and we're all tired of talking about it, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and some of us have faced some other kinds of, of hurricanes and storms. Uh, uh, some of us have lost loved ones. And uh, we're still in grief uh, over that. And, 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 and I know a number of us have, have experienced isolation and, and depression because of that. Uh, I know there's some folks among us that are struggling with addictions or, or at least family members or friends who are struggling with, uh, with addiction. And, and we've had conflicts, conflicts at, at our work or, or, or even in our family and and. And life just has been turned upside down, and, and it's been frustrating, and, and life's been forever changed, honestly. But I think our greatest challenge hasn't been even all the things I've mentioned, as is, 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 is difficult as they are, and I think this is our challenge. Our challenge is being Jesus in a culture that's completely opposite of Jesus. That's our challenge. And we can't, we can't ignore this. The culture we live in has a powerful influence on us. It's just the reality. We can't escape the influence that it has. It's just always there. And, it's all, and our culture is trying to shape us. And I want to be a little bit more specific, but you've got to listen to my whole sentence. Okay? There's a progressive agenda that's trying to shape us. There's a far-right agenda that's trying to shape us. Our culture is trying to shape who we are as followers of Jesus. Our culture is trying to redefine what, 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 what sexuality is, what, what marriage is, what, what you know, gender and all of that. And, and then I think even more so than all of those things... Our culture is powerful and, and an expert at trying to shape us at, at, to be individuals and, and to be consumers. And if you peel all that back, individualism and consumerism, what you really come to is me. Our culture tries to, in every way, make you and I, me, the most important thing there is. And then that becomes the root of pride, and then pride is the source of all sin. And that's what we're up against. Amen. And we have these continual storms that, that come into our life, and we're in constant danger of being uprooted. You know, we've had a lot of hurricanes in the south, we've had tornadoes in the Midwest, and, and, I, and I'm sure that you've seen some of the pictures of, of, of that a strong windstorm, it, it can topple this tree that looks so incredible. You know, you see this picture back here. What can cause this incredible looking tree to be knocked over by the wind? Almost always as you look at it, you'll see that the root system wasn't very deep. See, look at the picture. The roots aren't deep. And, and so this beautiful-looking tree gets toppled over uh, by, by the wind. And, and that, in so many ways, is a picture of, of our lives. Do our roots go deep enough? Because life is a series of storms. 
and they're going to keep coming. And we need deep roots. About four or five months ago, uh, there was a group of us on staff that uh, were meet, we met together, and we met together to do two things. One, we wanted to pray about the direction we would take our church in, in 2022. And, and, and we, we spent a considerable amount of time in prayer, and then, uh, and then we were going to do some planning. And what was so interesting is we came out of that time of prayer is that there was this, this unity among us that we really sensed the Holy Spirit leading us in the same direction. And, and out of that conversation, we actually together sensed that there was this one word that described what God wanted for us this year. And it's the word rooted. Rooted. You know, for, um, for eight years, I've challenged us uh, at, as the year begins to choose one word to focus on it and to, and to replace lots of New Year's resolutions with just one word that we got from God that we would focus on for the year. And so for the first time uh, in, these, in the last eight years, our church now has a one word for us together collectively, and that's the word rooted. And, and, and our focus this year is going to be on, on, on being deeply rooted in our relationship with Jesus. And so it's, it, it, we're going to look at how can we uh, let our roots go deeper in him and keeping our focus on him so that he can transform us to become more and more like him. And I think more than ever uh, in our church, and whenever I say our church, I'm not talking about the organization. I'm talking about you and me. The church is you and I, it's people, that more than ever, we need to be rooted in something that's fixed, that's secure, that's true, that's trustworthy. We are in and continue to be in this season of upheaval and transition, and it's imperative that our roots go deep. I believe God wants Pantano to be deeply rooted in Jesus. And with those deep roots... We'll have an anchor that'll carry us through any, any windstorms that come into our life. We'll be, those roots will feed us, that, that our, our faith will be strengthened, and that we'll experience God in, in even deeper ways. And so our focus is going to be how do we go deeper with Jesus and let him form us, not the culture in which we live, but truly let him form us and that we become more like him. You know, it's not only the culture that's going through, through massive change. Our church, our church has gone through a pretty significant amount of change. Uh, again, COVID has disrupted our classes, our small groups, our, our kids' ministry, our, our student ministry. It was one of the main reasons why we had to close our southeast campus. And I'm telling you, I was so disappointed when we came to that place. And I know many others were uh, as well. And then, and then we, we had this 30-year-old auditorium that needed to be remodeled, and that brought another four months of disruption to us. I'm so glad we get to be back in here now. Yes. We've had a lot of staff changes. And, uh, you know, our mission is not only loving people to Jesus, but also launching passionate people to make a difference. And, and the latest person that we're launching is Michael Goodwin. Yeah. 
Michael and, and his wife Desi and their family, they're, tomorrow, they start, Michael starts as the lead pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church right here in town. And our elders just ordained uh, Michael today. And, and, and so we're launching him. And, and then a part of that change has been now we have a new lead pastor, Trevor DeVage. And, and, and that's a lot of change. And, 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 you know, a lot of us just don't like change. It's hard. And I get it, and I understand it, and I see it, and I feel it just like you do. But here's what I know. God uses times of change and transition and uncertainty to shake us up and move us out of our place where we've gotten complacent and comfortable. And, 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 when, and whenever that, those things that... that, that keep us comfortable and, and complacent, when those things get shaken up and, and, and uprooted, that's a time when we've got to reset our roots deeper in Jesus. The, the shaking reminds us that we need the unshakable. And that's Jesus. Jesus is unshakable. He is the one that we trust. He is all-sufficient. We put our trust in him and him alone. And that's why our word for 2022 is the word rooted. And there's a scripture that, that describes this so perfectly. Uh, and it's going to be a scri the scripture that our, for our church this year. And it's found in Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. Colossians chapter 2. Verses 6 and 7, let me read them. The Apostle Paul writes, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. I actually believe these two words are actually the core of the whole letter called Colossians that Paul wrote. Everything centers around these, these two verses, and so we're going to unpack them a, a little bit more. Why did Paul write these words? Well, Paul was writing to this church in Colossae. Colossae is a city in modern-day Turkey, and, and what was happening in that church is that there were some folks that were coming in and saying, Jesus is good, we, Jesus is our Savior, but Jesus isn't enough. There's, there's more that's needed. And what they were teaching was that there were certain religious practices and, and even beliefs that needed to be added so that people could experience more, they were saying. And, and, and underlying all that was this whole idea that Jesus wasn't all sufficient. Now, I think as, as, as you, if you read the whole letter of Colossians and you see that, you go, man, I would never be that way, you know, and that's not me. I, I know that Jesus is, 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 is sufficient, but I think we face the same danger today, and here's how it plays out. Here's how it looks. What happens is, is that we believe Jesus is our Savior. We believe Jesus is good, but what we do subtly is this. It's Jesus and, and it's the and that's the tricky part. We need Jesus, and I, I got to work hard, and I got to control this, me. I need Jesus, and some money would help. I, I, I need Jesus, and this person, though, is really important, too. 
And we could go on and on listing the Jesus and. You have your own Jesus and probably. We're all tempted by that. And here's the problem. The problem is, is that with Jesus and, it's the and that we end up putting our trust in more and more. And, and it's the and, whatever the and is, that is so subject to the, to the winds of a storm that can, just, that can just knock it off course. Because anything that's an and isn't unshakable. Anything that an and is, is vulnerable to the storms of this world. Jesus is the only one who's unshakable. And so that's why we've got to put our roots in him. And so what, what Paul does when, when he wrote Colossians verses, uh, chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, what was he brings us back to the basics. He brings us back to the core. He brings us back to the key of how we not only survive the storms of life, but we actually thrive in the storms of life. And, and what he's saying is this, Jesus is Lord and he is all we need. We need to allow Jesus to truly uh, have complete ownership of our life, that he has primary influence in us, that he shapes who we are, that we surrender our will to him. And when we let Jesus be the center of our life, then the chaos and the uprooting and the fear and the confusion, they no longer have power and they dissipate. See, when you started your journey with Christ, you made him Lord of your life. You said, look, I'm surrendering my will to you. I'm, I'm gonna let you be in charge of my life. And what Paul was writing here is that when we received Christ as Lord, now we've got to continue day by day to let him be Lord. How we experience Jesus as Lord when we began is going to be different than how we experience it now because he's going to begin to affect different aspects of our life that we weren't even aware that he needed to be Lord of. And so Paul says in our daily living, he's got to be Lord. That's how we stay rooted in Jesus. We deepen our roots as we allow him to have primary influence in what's happening to us today. And so each of us has to answer this question. Is Jesus truly Lord of my life right now? Right now. Honestly, it, 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 it doesn't matter if Jesus was Lord of your life back then. And, and it doesn't really matter if, if, if Jesus will be Lord of my life sometime. It's about right now. Is Jesus Lord of my life right now? Do you remember when you first invited Jesus to be Lord? It could have been maybe a long time ago. Maybe it was recently. Maybe you were young when it happened. Maybe you were old. But do you remember that? I, I remember I remember that when I asked Jesus to be Lord of my life, literally everything in my life changed. My values changed. My lifestyle changed. My relationships were completely different. Everything was transformed. There wasn't a part of my life that wasn't influenced by Jesus and being transformed. My focus was on knowing him and loving him and letting him shape who I am. I wanted to be like Jesus. And what Paul's reminding us here is just this. Jesus is Lord right now. And we surrender to him. 
and we continually give him the ability to shape who we are, how we live, how we think, what we say, how we develop our relationships. And so what Paul's saying is Jesus has to be Lord over more and more of our life. That's the idea of the roots going deeper. He's, he's not just given, in theory, lordship over our lives, but, but as we live day by day, we turn over more and more of our life to him to allow him to have his way with us. He, we want to deepen our roots. And rooted means pressing deeper into Jesus every day. And if the roots of a tree go deep, those roots will keep the tree stable in a storm. Those roots will feed the tree and keep it strong and nourished and able to ultimately produce fruit. We need deep roots in Jesus because he and he alone, not our culture, Jesus alone is the source of life. He's the one who feeds us spiritually. He's the one that keeps us steady when the storms come. And so when, when we're, as we sink those roots deeper and deeper, then we really just have one passion. And that passion is to, is to be formed by Jesus and to be like Jesus. Maybe... Maybe you struggled getting those roots deep, and you know it. Maybe you've put the roots in the wrong soil. Maybe, maybe you've allowed the wrong people or the values to, to shape your soul. Maybe you've been poisoned by social media, and it's poisoned the soul that, that, that your roots are in. Maybe you've been comfortable with your ways, your traditions, your habits, which aren't of God, which aren't directed by Jesus. And, and so that's just kept your, your roots at a shallow basis. Or, 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 maybe, or maybe the soil you're in is, is, is just so hard. You know, I, I tried to plant a tree in, in my house once. <laughs> dug a hole, planted the tree, and it lasted two years and died. So I asked an expert about trees, and he says, well, your problem was your hole. We have a thing in Arizona called caliche. It's really hard. And I didn't dig that hole deep enough for the roots to go as deep as they needed to be. And maybe that's for some of us. Maybe our hearts are hard. And we're just not letting those roots really go deep into our soul. We're not letting Jesus really have his way with us. I, there's some of us that, that, that need to make a huge change. And that's, that's called repent. And, and repent means not just being sad about specific sins. It means really changing the direction. We, we've been focused on the way we want to go, and we really have to do a 180 and really turn back to Jesus and focus on him. Maybe that's you right now. You know, our culture, as I said, around us is incredibly powerful in influencing us. And, and the reality is this. We'll either be formed by our world, by this culture, or will be formed by Jesus. 
And we have to be intentional if we're going to allow Jesus to change us and transform us. We have to be intentional if we truly want to become like Jesus. And so how do we go about then resisting the, the powerful influence of this culture? We've got to be rooted. Rooted means pressing deeper in to Jesus. And as we press into Jesus, what we'll do is we'll tap into a source that will transform our life, that will give our life an incredibly new, better, different, deeper direction in life. When we're rooted, it means we're establishing ourselves in God's truth. And when we're established in God's truth, that helps keep us from being, from compromising our faith because of the influence of the culture around us. We have to be a church that's uncompromising in our faith. Now, none of us have arrived yet. That's why Paul wrote what he wrote. That's why he encourages us to continually live our lives in him, rooted and built up in him so that our faith will be strengthened. It's a process. It's a journey. Roots don't grow deep overnight. It takes time for those roots to grow. But also, on our, when we bring the analogy back to us, we've got to be intentional about that. This is a long-haul deal where we're very clear and intentional about it. So how, how do we grow our roots deeper in our faith? Well, that's going to be our focus this year. We're going we're to provide with you a number of ways and tools and, and things that can help you to, to truly press deeper into Jesus. Uh, we're going to be providing some, some rooted groups. Uh, and, uh, and, and in two weeks, I'm going to be introducing that to you. And so I want you just to be aware of that and know that, know that that's coming. Our teaching series, I'm so excited about our next teaching series because we're going to, in those teaching series, we're going to find out how we can really deepen our roots with Jesus. But here's where I want you to start. I want to start by looking at your own heart. Before we get to the action step, before we get to, we're going to, you know, give you some options, I want you to just to start with your own heart, reflecting on where you're at right now. Paul said, just as you received Christ as Lord, continue to live in him. And so what I want to invite you to do is I want you to invite you to truly be all in. That's what it means for Jesus to be Lord. We are all in. We are totally committed to him. He is Lord of our life. And here at Pantano, all in isn't just another version of, of church membership. What we do is that all in is, an, is a commitment every year to engage in the things that will truly help us be in a place where Jesus is Lord of our life, having that kind of influence. Being all in means that we're surrendering to his lordship so that he can have his way with us. And so Trevor and I have created what we call an all-in guide. And it's simply a guide that can help you reflect on, are you all in or not? And I want to encourage you to do this. What I want you to do this week is I want you to do that reflection. Am I all in with Jesus? And so you can, you can get this guide by texting ROOTED to 46356. 
text rooted to 46356. I want you to do that. And then I want you to just carve out some time this week just to reflect, am I all in? And what does it mean for me to be all in? What's, what's hindering me from being all in? Prayerfully consider being all in. And then next week, Trevor's going to challenge us, all of us, to be all in. So rooted is, is uh, that one word for our church for 2022. And, and, and rooted means pressing deeper into Jesus. And so as you think about your one word, your personal one word for the year, uh, again, we, we've been doing this for eight years. Many of you have already begun to think about that. Uh, I want you to think about your one word in terms of how will that help me press deeper into Jesus? How will that help me to truly be all in? And so I want to encourage you also just to be prayerfully thinking about that. And, and uh, uh, we have some cards that you can record that to remind yourself. And uh, also some instructions uh, uh, that, that help you discover that, prayerfully discover that one word. If you're here, we've got these cards available in the lobby, uh, physical cards. We also have uh, digital cards with the instructions as well. You can text again, rooted to 46356, and when you, that, when you do that, whenever you text rooted to 46356, it'll take you to our next step page. You'll see the all-in guide there. You'll also see the one-word instructions and digital card there uh, as well. Uh, I saw a great example on social media of one of our, our uh, worship leaders, uh, Stephen Job, as he selected his one word for this year. Stephen selected the word yes. And what Stephen means by yes is that he wants to say yes to God, to trust God when God asks him to do something that he would, in obedience, say yes, that he would trust God and follow him however God would lead him. That's what it means to be all in. And so prayerfully consider your one word that will help you to be rooted, pressing deeper into Jesus this year. I want us to close by reading together the scripture for our church one word for this year, rooted. And what I'd like you to do is stand. We're going to put the words on the screen. And I want us to read this scripture together. Take a short pause at each comma. And uh, we can do this. We can read this together. This is Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. Read with me, please. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord... Continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. And let's sing that same joy and commitment to the Lord. Join us as we sing. Jesus, our cornerstone.